baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ed Rath joins us this segment. Now, we should note that Sean Ryan was invited and declined our invite. Uh, Senator Rath, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing well this uh, this morning. How is the uh, campaign going with about two weeks left till Election Day? Sure. Uh, for 20 weeks, Joe, I have been traversing uh, the 61st Senate District, uh, talking to the people and touring the businesses of the seven communities that are the 61st Senate District. It includes the city of Buffalo and the city of Tonawanda, towns of Amherst, Tonawanda, and Grand Island, and the villages of Waynesville and Kenmore. And what I have learned is that this state government is totally out of touch with the needs and the concerns of Western New York families. Western New York families are struggling. They're struggling with affordability challenges. They are deeply concerned about the state of emergency with regards to crime, and they are deeply frustrated with the lack of transparency that we're seeing out of our state government. So what I have done is gone into the communities and listened to the people and heard their concerns, and I'm working each and every day to understand the priorities of the people of the 61st Senate District. And what I've learned is that New York State government needs to improve. It needs to improve to reach the needs of the people when it comes to their financial challenges. We need to partner with law enforcement and give them our prioritization, not dismantling and defunding law enforcement. And lastly, with regards to transparency and accountability, we don't have any in Albany right now. What we're seeing is the trust that has been lost of the people. We have a government that is all about closed-door deals, corruption, as well as cover-up. The people deserve better than that. And that's what I'm running on, is to be an advocate for Western New York, an advocate for the, for the priorities of the people, and also an advocate for positive, reasonable change coming out of Albany. Because Albany is taking care of New York City right now and not Western New York, and I'm going to fight for the values of the people of our communities. You know, Senator, this this puts you against another incumbent in uh, Sean Ryan. I've got to say that that's got to be uh, unfamiliar territory to be running with the redistricting to be running against someone who's also serving in Albany. Well, it does pose uh, an interesting race, that's for sure. Uh, but I'm proud of my track record uh, for the years that I was in the county legislature, as well as the two years that I've been in Albany, being an advocate for the people and also taking time to listen to what is, I believe, in touch priorities with the people. And let me tell you, right now, when we look at affordability, right now, energy costs in New York State are 56% higher than the national average. And we're seeing uh, the cost at the supermarkets 10 to 20% higher than we've seen in the past. That means families are having to pay about $350 more per month, money that, quite honestly, is not there because of the rampant 
uh, inflation that we are also confronted with. We have the opportunity to lower taxes in New York State to provide more relief at the pump than we did with the temporary suspension of gasoline costs, as well as, I think, to address really the affordability crisis. And Albany has been tone deaf to the concerns of the families of us in New York when it comes to their finances. I will fight to improve that because we can have reasonable tax and regulatory reform and not be last 50th out of 50 when it comes to affordability right now. You know, I want to get more into uh, talking about reform in Albany, but you called for um, an investigation into overpaying for COVID tests uh, at New York State. Now, where, um, where, what are you hearing, and how much do you think New York State has overpaid? We know they overpaid. We know the county overpaid. Uh, what do we know about New York State? New York State overpaid by tens of millions of dollars compared to other states, and this is yet again another example of failed management out of Albany. Uh, Albany uh, should not be uh, being charged that much more, and New York State shouldn't be charged that much more than other states. And what we should have is an open process and actually an inclusive state government, not just government that was managed and overrun and overseen simply and solely by the governor. We have a responsibility as state legislators to be included in the process when it comes to the approval of these contracts but we had single unilateral control from the governor and single party control. And this is the outcome that you see, an out of touch government that is not, I believe, making the best financial decisions for the people and the businesses of our state. We were charged millions of dollars more, unfortunately, and I'm calling for an investigation of that. We need to understand what went wrong. And also quite honestly, what went right during COVID because let's make sure we don't repeat the mistakes of the past. And this is yet again another example of the mistakes that were made during COVID. You know, another big issue, you talk about inflation, which we know it's it's hitting everyone hard, especially here in New York State. Uh, but also we're seeing, you know, a spike in crime. We're seeing bail reform all over this campaign. Uh, how would you like to see Albany address bail reform? We need to repeal cashless bail. Let me be very clear. This piece of legislation needs to be repealed. Twice we have tried to reform it in Albany, and it has done nothing to improve uh, the public safety crisis and the state of emergency that we have in New York State. We have seen senseless acts of violence across our community, and we have seen law enforcement, which is challenged like they've never been challenged before because of this piece of legislation. We're prioritizing criminals over law-abiding citizens in our communities. And let me tell you what leadership in government is. Leadership in government is when you identify a problem, you go back to the drawing table and you fix it. Right now, Albany has refused to fix this problem. So to me, the way you do that is you repeal the entire piece of legislation and you start over. And you talk to judges who don't have discretion right now with regards to dangerousness. You talk to DAs who cannot comply with these incredible uh, disclosure and discovery requirements that you have. And you work with law enforcement to say, let's get this right once and for all, and let's protect our communities. Because if we're not doing that as a government, we are not carrying out our fundamental responsibility, which is to keep the people safe. You know, I, I got to ask you, you know, as divided as we are politically, do you think it's realistic to think that there can be some kind of bipartisan agreement on something like bail reform? You know, I do. And the way that I work in government is with open hands, not closed fists. I've always worked across the aisle, worked with people from every single political ideology and said, let's bring our minds together. Let's work in a reasonable manner. Let's come up with some reasonable ideas and we'll create solutions that are right for Western New York. 
the time of uh, acrimony and partisanship, hyper-partisanship, that has to come to an end. The people deserve better. We do not need to be in the extremes, either the far left or the far right, when it comes to what we're working on. And my opponent actually represents, I believe, the far left, and that's an out-of-touch New York City-based agenda that is not consistent with the priorities of the needs of Western New York. I'm a reasonable advocate fighting for our communities, listening to everyone and working with everyone and keeping an open mind, not a closed mind. Now, I know we're backtracking a little bit here, but I want to go back to inflation, especially the gas prices. And, you know, obviously right now we are seeing a, quote, tax holiday at the pump, uh, but gas prices are still quite high. What steps do you think should be taken in Albany or maybe even in Washington uh, to lower those gas prices? Should it be a permanent um, holiday on the tax, or is there a different way to address uh, gas prices that, you know, they were drop, uh, they were dipping for a while, but it seemed to be on the rise again? Drew, I'm glad you asked this question, because I actually debated this on the floor of the Senate. Uh, we had the opportunity this past spring to cut the gas taxes by 33.5 cents in Albany. Instead, we only cut it by 16 cents. And I said we should be giving all of this money back to the people of the state of New York through a full suspension of the New York state gas taxes. Unfortunately, we only did half of it. And I asked why, and I wasn't given a proper answer. And I said, this is the people's money. This should be going back into their pockets because they're struggling with record over 8% inflation. It's something we can do to lower the incredible burden that we're seeing with energy costs. So what I'm advocating for is a full suspension of the nearly 34 cents for 2023. Let's put that money back into the pockets, like I said, of the people where it's best served and best utilized. People know what to do with their money far better than Albany does. So we suspend this for all of 2023, and then we make an assessment as to what we do for 2024. Again, I believe that is leadership in government, listening to the people, understanding their financial burdens, and meeting their concerns with a positive solution. Now, you know, the, the, the pushback on that would be where, do, where does the state get that money? Where does that tax money go now, and where would the state make up that money? Well, the tax money would go in part into uh, the general fund, and in part some of the money is uh, reimbursed back into communities. But we can make up that difference for the reimbursement uh, that would go back into communities, uh, counties, towns, and villages, because of the record surpluses we are carrying in our state government. Let me be clear. We are carrying huge surpluses in state government. There's ways that we can provide these reimbursements back to communities uh, to make them whole, per se. And if we're carrying a surplus, this is what is so stunning to me. Why are we raising taxes when we're carrying huge surpluses? It's exactly what we did this past uh, year's budget. We increased taxes at a time in which we have multi-billion dollars of surpluses. To me, that's fiscal mismanagement. And we have a responsibility, I believe, to be the faithful stewards of the people's money. Right now, Albany is not holding up its end of the bargain on that. We are not being faithful stewards. We are raising taxes at a time in which we have multi-billion dollar surpluses. We can fix that. And I I think a way in which we can fix that, Joe, is by having checks and balances in government and having a viable two-party system, like I said before, with reasonable people working together to find solutions and to be fiscally responsible, not fiscally irresponsible, which we're seeing right now out of our state capital. Now, obviously, you are focused on your campaign, but there's also the governor's race going on. I've got to ask, what do you think of Lee Zeldin and his apparent surging in the polls after the last few weeks? 
Well, I think the surge that we're seeing with Lee Zeldin is that the people in the state of New York are realizing that we need change. We need a new leadership, uh, if it's in the state Senate, if it's in the state assembly, if it's across New York State. Uh, people are saying to themselves there has to be a better way than what we are experiencing right now. I believe that Lee Zeldin in many ways has some very creative ideas uh, for bringing New York back to being the Empire State. New York used to be known as the Empire State, but unfortunately now empires are made elsewhere. And that's unfortunate because this is my home and the home for everyone who's listening to this broadcast right now. We can fight to bring our state back, and I think Lee has a lot of positive ideas to bring New York State back. I think that's the reason why he's surging. And once again, to the point earlier, we need a viable two-party system. This, is, this was really the core of what our founding fathers had in mind uh, when they created the greatest democracy and constitutional republic ever created. Let's bring that viable two-party system back with checks and balances and reasonable debate and positive solutions, mainly for Western New York is what I'm focused on, of course. You know, to that point, and I, I know I might be re-asking this question, but uh, but talking about bail reform again, it seems like, you know, anyone who's looking at this from the outside would say, there could definitely be some changes done. Uh, this could be done differently. Do you think that is a result of how divided our politics are, that you just have each side, uh, you see it with bail reform, I think you see it with the southern border as well, and each side just, you know, they're on their side, and they can't, they can't come to the middle. They can't, you know, say, well, maybe we can meet in the middle. Maybe we can compromise. Do you think the compromising in politics is a thing of the past? I certainly hope not, Joe, uh, because I believe that compromise and finding solutions in a bipartisan manner is good government. And as I've talked to the people across this district, as I had said earlier, for 20 weeks, uh, that's what people want, too. They want people to come together, not the hyper-partisanship that we're seeing right now, uh, because you know what? That's counterintuitive, and it's not productive for meeting the needs of the people. And I think about government in some ways as a bell curve. A bell curve has a middle, which is very broad and wide. That's where government should reside, is in the middle of a bell curve, not in the tails or the flat part where the extremes reside. The point of me saying that is, is that with regards to elimination of cash bail, with regards to reasonable tax and regulatory reform, when it comes to transparency and accountability in government, we can and we must do better. And the way in which we do better is by everyone, Republican, Democrat, conservative, independents, all of us coming together and finding reasonable solutions that meet the needs of our communities. And I'll tell you this, as a father of three, I believe it is critically important that we create a better world for our children. And right now, our communities are a lot less safe than they were several years ago. We have to repeal cashless bail. And I've also been proud to sponsor two other pieces of legislation that, that I'd like to share with you today. Number one is making the incredible threat of cyberbullying to our children a misdemeanor in New York State. I was proud to champion that in Erie County, where we made it illegal a number of years ago, and also to make anti-Semitism a hate crime in New York State. We have to eliminate the bullying and the hate in our communities, and I believe these two pieces of legislation, as well as repealing cashless bail, are major steps in the right direction to improving the public safety in our communities. Last thing before we finish up, I, uh, anyone running this year, I always give the opportunity. Anything you wanted to address that I didn't bring up, now is the opportunity. Well, I think uh, the opportunity for me in this campaign is one about the people. And it's one about listening to what their priorities, their needs, and their concerns are. And what I've heard is that people want their state government to do better. They want reasonable 
people who are advocating and listening and then taking action to find solutions for Western New York. It is the honor of my lifetime to be running for the state Senate in the 61st district. Uh, the people have been so very responsive. I feel a tremendous amount of momentum in my campaign right now. I believe that we have the issues, the message, and the strategy to win this race. And I look forward to continuing to do my work all the way up till 9 o'clock on November 8th, election night. So to everyone who's listening, please go out and vote critically important that we participate in the process and I would appreciate everyone's consideration. State Senator Ed Rath, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you, Joe. And his opponent is State Senator Sean Ryan again. Um, Sean Ryan was invited on, declined our invite, but obviously there's two weeks left before, um, I was about to say before opening day, before election day. And uh, if, if he uh, wants to join us, one of the next two hard lines, obviously that invitation is there. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 